My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 221, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, so glad you are all here. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are. This time of year is, is like one of my favorite times of year. One, uh, our family, one of the holidays our family loves, we love Halloween. Uh, we love Halloween because it's an opportunity to bring the neighborhood together. So I feel like, so we've been like, you know, we moved here uh, in uh, February of 2021. And so we've gotten to know a bunch of our neighbors, but we've just, we've been looking forward uh, to this month because it just gives us an opportunity to get to know our neighbors a bit deeper. And, and so i um, really excited about this month. But not only that, the, the weather uh, is so beautiful. And so looking forward again to these early mornings that I have on the front porch, but also at night just sitting out here, having a fire here and there. Like that's coming. All of that's coming. And some of you are already there. Like, man, if you go to the Midwest right now or the East Coast, you get to see those leaves starting to change like it is beautiful right now so you guys just soak it up you get to brag to the rest of the country about how amazing it is to live in the midwest or the east coast right now because it is beginning to be absolutely gorgeous there that humidity like for you all like it finally gets to break so and plus i just love i don't know if you've ever driven in the midwest or in the east coast in, in uh in, during the fall but those leaves start changing and it's like you know it's like god's tapestry that just like all of a starting shifts it feels like the sunsets and the sunrises are a bit different like everything's just a little more vibrant and bright and uh so i'm just i'm really really looking to uh, looking forward uh have been looking forward to the season the fact that we're here is so Awesome. Awesome. So uh, an encouragement with that, I think I want to encourage, like I, I was just with a group of people a couple weeks ago and um, just realizing the impact of what it was to be locked down, to be in a home, to be in front of a screen, to have Zoom and even have church in, in that capacity. Like it's had a pretty significant toll on people. And so here's my encouragement. Get outside. Get outside. Sit under the stars. I mean, in the next week or maybe even tonight, just sit under the stars and just go, whoa. Just get outside. Listen, wake up in the morning, sit on your front porch and do what I do. I just listen to the birds. Just listen to the sounds. Like I, I was talking to a guy this week and he's like, I wake up in the morning and I sit outside and I just take in all the five senses, right? There's a taste. There's a there's a sound, like all the different senses and engage each one of them. Praise God for the senses that he's given you and that the senses that are all around you. And I thought, wow, that's really, really beautiful. It's allowing us to slow down and take in all of what God's uh, creation is giving to us. And so the encouragement would be get after that. Go after that this week. Start a new rhythm of just getting outside, going for a walk, looking at the stars, being blown away by the grandeur of the large things and then the really, really small things. And just be overwhelmed by it. I, I just I can't encourage you enough to really get outside and experience uh, all that God 
uh, has for you and for me like this time of year is really exciting for a lot of us um, thanks again for all of you who continue to listen just love it love that you're listening love that we're learning together thanks for those of you who can continue to give monthly on patreon and then it, through one-time donations through venmo and um in multitude of different ways through mail and things like that so thank you so much um and thank you for buying the devotional a bunch of you have bought the devotional really appreciate it thank you so much uh for doing that so hey uh before i hop into the passage um my family is going on vacation so i'm actually pre-recording uh this particular podcast uh, so that i can be with my family so i'm going to be away for the next week um, but we'll probably hit the ground running next week on like thursday or friday uh with some new episodes so uh it's good i like i feel like i need to to kind of disconnect um, a lot of busyness, a lot going on, and I feel like I need to disconnect with my family. If you know anything about me, you'll know um, that I love the ocean, and that's where we're going to be for the next five to six days. So that for me is like, oh, Lord Jesus, I cannot wait. I'm so, so, so looking forward to getting away, experience the beauty of God's creation, uh, and just disconnecting for a period of time. So all that to say is that uh, you, this is a pre-recorded you the, and then I'll, I'll kind of get some other episodes by the end of the week, but I'm going to take a little break. This passage has been in my mind for a while, and so I've been so excited to finally bring it. First uh, John 4:17. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also we are. Uh, are we in this world because as he is so also are we in this world Uh, this passage is moving us to something really grand and if you know anything about me uh, you know that I love the ocean, but you also know that John is one of my favorite writers. John writes the Gospel of John, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, and then the book of Revelation. I love his writing, his imagery. It pushes me. It allows me to kind of sit in and reflect. And this particular verse just is so expansive for me. And um, what it started getting me to think about is the love of God. And here's what I want to say. I say this quote, and it really kind of puts people in a weird spot, but it is a, 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 something that my wife and I have talked about, that uh, Patty is the cherry on top, but she's not the Sunday. which means this. All of who I am, I, I love the Lord. And I love Patty's second. She is the cherry on top. Ecclesiastes says she's the reward for the toil in this world. But she's not my everything. You know, I hear people say, oh, oh, she's my everything. She's not. And in fact, if I make her my everything, that's going to distract me from my everything. And, and it's something that Patty and I have really worked hard at is to really go, we love each other but we're learning to love God more. And if we're not careful, Patty could be potentially my greatest threat of really experiencing all of the love that God is giving me. And now she is obviously a sign of God's love in my life. But if I make her my all, a lot of times I'll try to get from her what I don't sense I'm getting from God. And so this passage is inviting us into this understanding of what is love right that is a great question and i think a question that our culture is absolutely confused 
I meet with couples who are struggling. I meet with in relationships where they're like, I, I was I was talking with somebody the other day and they were like, yeah, they just kind of fell out of love. And I was going like, how do you do that? How do you just fall out of love? Like what is love in that in, in that it in, was love did love ever exist like what was that love rooted in like I've got so many questions because I think within our culture we kind of see love as this ooey gooey like oh my gosh she's so cute and he's so cute right like this very romanticized like you know bachelorette style bachelor style infatuation lust like we just get it all confused and so this passage is trying to reframe for us a sense of what love is and what i love uh, in this passage uh, is the is these two words perfected and confident there is so much security in those two words as it pertains to love and they just stand out. And what those words are helping us bridge is this understanding of this. Jesus is love. God is love. Love exists because God exists. And right, and we tend to have our confidence in all the wrong things. So it started getting me thinking like, man, have you ever been hurt by loved ones? I have. Like, have you ever had friends abandon you? I have. Right? And you could just go down the road. Have you ever had a hard breakup? Have you ever had somebody overpromise and underdeliver? Right? And we, and we, so we start manufacturing that, right? That doesn't give us a lot of security. It does not give us a lot of confidence. That doesn't point us to perfection. In fact, we have a very frail understanding of that. But when we look to God, and we look to God through Jesus, through the lens of Jesus, we go, that's not who he is. He's perfect in his love. And so perfect in his love that we can have a confidence, a real confidence that he is who he says he is. And he's going to do what he says he will do. And I thought, wow, this is, I mean, seeing God that way is so countercultural. Because if we're honest, and, and man, let's just get honest. We're most of us are finding all of our identity in relationships, in friendships, and it's why it's so painful. It's why it's so painful because we 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 start to like put that on God. We put that rejection on God. Like when we experience that rejection from a friend or a, a family member or a loved one, we all of a sudden kind of project that upon God, and God's like, "That's not me. Like that's not who I am. That's not how. That's not my. That's not even my nature." But we continue to kind of spin this narrative about God, and then it hurts us, and then we feel more abandoned, we feel more alone, we feel less confidence, and we don't feel like it's perfected. But this is what John's inviting us into. He's inviting us into this idea of an abiding love, right? Because to abide in love is to abide in God. If you remember in John's gospel, John 15, he's like, abide in me and I'll abide in you. And then there's this idea of a branch attached to a tree or and, and it producing fruit. He's like, this is what abiding love is about. And by the way, abiding love is about consummation. It's about union, divine union, abiding union in Christ. Why? Because that's where we find the perfection. 
that's where we find the confidence and the certainty. And that impacts the way that you live your life. Now, here's the really, the, like the tension point of the passage. <clears throat> in some ways, is like there's this word judgment in there or justice of God. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. We got to get rid of that. But no, no, no. What, what, he, what he's trying to say to us, John's trying to say to us is, no, 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 no. The judgment of God or the justice of God, it's coming. Like we will stand before God and we will be judged, but his love is there as well. And his justice and his love are not in conflict with one another. And so for those of us who have committed our lives to, to Jesus, why we are living in light of it. We get to live in light of the fruit of his love. We get to live in light of all that he says he is. And as we do that, we stand before him, right? As we have made this declaration to follow after him and we produce the fruit like that he has produced fruit. So we also produce that fruit. And as we do that, we stand before the throne of God, knowing that we're going to go through judgment, but confident. Confident in what? Confident in his love. And as I talked about in the last episode, in what I got to preach a couple, uh, uh, last week was that mercy triumphs over judgment. Why? Perfect love. And that we can get confident that he is who he, who he says he is and he does what he says he does. And that's like a beautiful thing for us to just rest in. Find your rest in that. Right? Because we live in a world that is desperately longing for safety we live in a world that just feels so alone and we can only find that security and that perfection in the love of jesus and you can't keep pursuing all these other things and expect a different result no we'll continue to be hurt in this world by the people around us. But Jesus is pushing us to this vision of all that he did for us, the way he cared for us, the way he loved us, the way he extended his hands in mercy over us when we were all mocking him. And he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. This is God. This is God's love. And we can find confidence in it and move forward in it today and into eternity. This gap that's being bridged by the love of God. So find your confidence in it. Find your hope in it and move forward in it. Share it with other people because our security is found in the love-laden sacrifice of Jesus. Right? Our security, our peace, our shalom is found in the love-laden sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. So the question is, is this, where have you misplaced your love? Where have you misplaced your love in this world? Father God, we need your help. We need your wisdom. We need your guidance. Thank you that you love us. Help us to find comfort and security in that perfect love. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.